विजय महाजन रिटन डिजिटल लीप फ्रॉग्स हाउ टेक्नोलॉजी इज रीशेपिंग कंज्यूमर मार्केट इन इंडिया हेलो Hi, Manjula. Good to speak with you. Yes. So it, this is a really interesting book, you know. And uh, um, I mean, uh, we are going through so much change when it comes to technology. And what I found interesting about the book is that, uh, you know, while the rest of us are just living through the change and not really thinking about what's happening, you've kind of, uh, uh, you know, you've explained things and and sort of given. Uh, the reader an idea of perhaps how things can go forward you know at the end of the book that's what one thinks so do you want to talk about how you started writing it you know, all that sure absolutely and thank you so much uh, the the well this journey started actually when i uh, almost 20 years ago and uh, i had gone to indian school of business as the first academic dean Okay. And so I started observing. Uh, this was my first time, actually, after thirty years, uh, to go back to India for more than uh, one or two weeks. Because uh, I'm from Jammu, I used to go there with my family just to visit my uh, parents and uh, uh, my relatives, uh, my siblings. Mm. So this was the first time, actually, I got a chance to uh, work in India, and that too in okay. South, because I had not oh. traveled that much in India before I came to Austin. Uh, when i was 22 years old so okay. this was kind of interesting for me because the 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 most of my consulting was actually in the us plus also in south america i had traveled quite a bit mm. in uh, europe but mm. not much in uh, asia and uh, africa so the first observation i had was that the the isp i don't know if you have gone there is an amazing facility i don't know how it yes. looks like now but 20 years ago it was uh, uh, really amazing uh state of the art everything uh the the beautiful lawns uh, the the building was gorgeous the teaching facilities technology facilities and so we were also talking about developing a digital library uh because mm. you cannot compete with the, the the schools in the US or Europe uh if you are a new kid on the block uh, yes. first you have to import many of those journals from here the books from here and they are expensive so yeah. so the the we made a decision to go the digital way and then i was okay. also interested in actually uh that digitizing some of the very classic books in management uh mm. because the, the, first they are not available and number yes. two they are out of uh, the uh, print and uh, they are mm. very old so, yeah. so so we were trying to get the the, the copyrights or permission to digitize those and at the same time my uh, the my children visited me my daughter and my son and my uh, daughter is kind of the save the planet type lady very bright uh, the uh, probably brighter than all of us in the family and so she asked me a very simple question so she says mm. i'm so happy for you that you are here to build this beautiful business school in which i was i was working very hard i had come up with all the matrix uh, the uh, gave a lot of speeches here and there and then she mm. just asked me a very simple question she said i see all these ladies working outside our house they are working in the lawn and uh, it's reasonably hot 
So where do they go if they have to go to bathroom? Oh, so that uh, the, I thought, my God, what a stupid question this girl is asking. <laughs> She's born and raised <laughs> in the U.S. She has gone to the mm. best possible private schools that uh, I could afford. Mm. And uh, so, uh, and uh, next time I asked my team, and the answer was very obvious. And yeah. so that the uh, that they were not using our facilities. Mm. And yes. as a matter of fact, many of the apartments in the campus was empty. They were not using those apartments either. Mm. Then it dawned on me that I had totally changed. Uh, here on one hand, I was trying to bring the school to 21st century by uh, crea- trying to help to create a digital library. At the yes. same time, we were facing the problems that many of the, the, the Western countries probably solved many, many years ago. Yes. And I had also forgotten that uh, the, I had come from a small city. I was born in Jammu. Uh, mm. It used to be only 80,000 people uh, when I was growing up. And my father okay. was a businessman. He actually owned a, a, a clothing store, a wholesale clothing mm. store. And we mm. used to live on the top of that shop. So first 13 years okay. of my life, I grew up there. And mm. it's a very popular street in Jammu called Kanak Mandi, wheat market. Okay. Okay. And so all the lalas in the Jammu have their shops there. And okay. so we had only one toilet and the, the, we did have one, uh, no running water. And so mm. we get water like a couple of hours a day. And then the, the, like everybody else, just to store that water for bathing and things like that. So I had yes. forgotten who I was. I said, oh, my God, how come uh, the, the, I don't know where I am? So that started mm. my journey. So first thing that I had mm. to understand was really the who I was. Uh, so I wrote all mm. these books. This is my fifth book on developing countries. And so okay. I had four books before this on uh, developing countries. So the, then I had to understand that the, the, uh, is India alone? Are we alone? Are there other partners we have on this planet? So that yes. led me to uh, the understand the definition of developing countries. So I looked at a lot of literature and development economics. And it turns out that uh, their definition is when a country achieves GDP per capita, gross domestic product, of mm. 10,000 U.S. dollars, is called a developed country. And okay. otherwise, it's called a developing country. So India at that time mm. was pretty low. No, of course, they're doing quite well. Uh, mm. Soon it's going to be $3 trillion, the economy. And uh, yes. so then when I started looking at the data, I realized that 86% of the world population actually lives in the countries like India with a GDP per capita is less than uh, 10,000 US dollars. So it was amazing yes. to me that uh, here, and I landed up actually the first, ma- my major project at the ISP was to actually build toilets. And so I could not okay. believe here I was coming after 30 years from Texas and I had gotten into the business of bis- building toilets. And mm. so uh, it also required a behavior change on the part of the people who were working there. Yes. And yes. So, uh, so I had them actually inaugurate the facility and we made this facility just like the facilities we had for the rest of the people on the campus. So mm. it was kind of interesting that one day I would have a conversation about the, the digital library and how great we are doing in the, in the afternoon. The next day I would have a conversation about the toilets. And yes. so, in fact, I landed up visiting India is the only country that I know that also has a toilet museum in Delhi. So, yes, yes. yeah, so I landed up actually visiting the toilet museum also trying to understand uh-huh. what the issue was. So in the process, I 
it kind of felt good that uh, I finally have understood what I was getting into. So, but mm. uh, then I wrote my first book called Eighty Six Percent Solution, meaning that uh, how I had to change my mindset uh, to mm. get involved in developing countries like India. Uh, mm. That uh, after that I landed up visiting about sixty or seventy different developing countries. Uh, uh, the there was a criticism I didn't have much to say about Africa, so I traveled quite a bit in Africa. Then I got interested mm-hmm. in actually North Africa about the religion aspect, so I learned quite a bit about Islam, and then mm-hmm. uh, then uh, traveled to about seventeen, eighteen countries of the Arab League countries. So wrote the next book on Arab world. Then I realized mm-hmm. that I was really missing a very major a part of these developing countries, which was the the rural population. So I landed up visiting the top ten countries with the largest rural population, non-urban population. India mm-hmm. has. Uh, the the largest, you know, close to sixty, uh, sorry, sixty eight percent, and uh, not only that, India has South Asia actually has one third of the rural population that lives in the developing countries. So that okay. also explained the behavior of some uh, companies like uh, Unilever, what their strategy was, uh, so on and so forth. And so uh, then I also realized that the the reason that a number of these developing countries have this issue was has something to do with urbanization. So there's mm. a chart actually in the book uh, where I have plotted the, the the urbanization of the various developing countries and compared yes. them with the respect to the U.S. So India, yes. is the United States, used to be in 1880. And yes. so China is where the United States used to be in 1940. United States yes. has now about 81 percent urbanization rate. So okay. then it occurred to me that uh, is, I'm not surprised because most of the people who were working at the ISP uh, mm. for landscaping and others, they were all coming coming from neighboring small villages. And yes. so maybe they, you know, their mindset is different, their behavior is different, their expectations are different. Uh, so and so forth, and all of a sudden, from the village, they are put into a facility, which is really twenty-first century facility. So I think all yes. these things actually put together actually uh, the the gave some perspective. And then technology was amazing. I mean, the, the when I was traveling to all these countries in Africa, especially in Kenya, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the Nigeria, uh, and of course in China, the 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 technology was really amazing. Especially when I look at the You know, the some of the technology, like technology that we are using today, uh, that yes. uh, this was really amazing. And uh, I was able to make all my reservations through WhatsApp. Uh, the and then the COVID happened, and thank God for Zoom. So, uh, yes. so I think the 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 technology. You know, five years ago, uh, I mean, I each uh, each one of those earlier four books, I had a chapter on the technology, uh, the, mm. the, the what it was doing to the developing countries, and in in many places. They were leapfrogging as compared to what I had in the U.S. Uh, the, yes. Uh, so, the, for example, the software that we are using, app we are using today, uh, the I did not know about that. So here I'm sitting in Austin, Texas. I teach in a university which is very high technology, but we are not using the software that two of us are using. So, <laughs> so it's, it's the app that two of us are using. So I think that's when the the finally five years ago, after I finished my book on the rural consumers. Uh, and even the the rural con- consumers, I was amazed actually how these people were connecting with the rural migrants. For example, mm. the connection between the rural migrants in Delhi and uh, Mumbai uh, to their families in uh, in 
in UP or Tamil Nadu or Gujarat or Punjab. Uh, technology was amazing. And yes. even some of the Middle Eastern countries that I saw, uh, many of these migrants who have gone there from Kerala uh, yeah. who are working there in the service sector, uh, they were connected back home uh, through the through the technology. They, they were speaking with them uh, almost every day. So the, yes. uh, the so I think the, the, then I started putting together my ideas about this digital leapfrog, and it got interesting because the, number one, uh, all the developing countries are navigating across the centuries. Uh, mm. On one hand, you are talking about the, the 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 toilets and the water and the electricity and the, the, the hygiene and the, so on and so forth. At the same time, uh, it's really amazing that, that we are also talking about the technology. So somebody yes. joked that uh, people may not have a toilet, but they definitely have a smartphone. So yes, uh, that's true. But but you know you know this this bit that you this point that you've made about you know uh, people in developing countries um, sort of having this almost schizophrenic um, life in the sense of uh, you know being in a previous century in terms of uh, these things like basic uh, things like hygiene and you know social norms in many cases as well you know um, and also being very tech savvy. Uh, at the same time, but I mean, is this? Do you think perhaps it is a condition of modernity itself? Because even in the U.S., I mean, if you actually look at it, okay, maybe the hygiene standards are very great and all, but then you know things like politically or you know things like uh, fundamentalist religion or you know like uh, like the Ku Klux Klan existing in a very uh, tech savvy uh, society, you know. At the same time, so what do you perhaps this is a condition of modernity, and I don't know what do you think. No, no, I think you're right. Actually, the, the actually I did not go into the politics uh, because I'm a yes, you but while while I was reading the book, you know, when you mentioned this, then this thought struck me. No, I mean, no, you I think you're right. Actually, because the the technology. Um, it depends upon the users. So like you have seen, I yes. think in the chapter somewhere, I had mentioned the last chapter. I think we had mentioned that, uh, the you know, how people start rumors, for example, on WhatsApp. Yes, yes. And it WhatsApp. has very negative uh, consequences. Uh, yes. For example, during the election time, what happens, uh, not only here, but, you know, almost uh, the, every country, election yes. time, how people start uh, the rumors on other platforms and uh, the the... Uh, the you know the, the they, many times they have very bad consequences. So I actually yes. did not go in that direction. Uh, yes, I was yes, more yes. looking at being a marketing professor. I was more looking at how it's making a difference in our day-to-day life. Uh, be yes. that be education, be that be access to healthcare, be that be access to transportation, be that be access to banking, uh, the, be that uh, access to entertainment. So I think one of the things that has happened uh, is that, uh, that this technology has brought us together. So let me give you an example. Yes. Uh, many, many years ago, we one of the very smart professor had mentioned that uh, developing countries look like a pyramid. So you have some people very rich. Actually, most of yes. the countries are actually developed into five groups. This is called socioeconomic mm-hmm. classification. And India is also that. They used to have a separate classification for the urban and the rural area. But no, they yes. have one classification for the whole India. 
A, B, C, D, E. So C is the most interesting one because that's the middle class. And yes. then above that, you have B and A. And below that, you have D and E. Uh, yes. But also interesting thing about the developing country is that, for example, uh, since I live in Austin, Texas, so I always compare, you know, what has gone wrong with me? Why I'm so stupid? Why I could not actually understand the problem that my daughter did? I mean, I didn't think you had become stupid. It was just a blind spot, I guess. No, I think it's a mindset. It's a mindset. So what I have to say is that, the, for example... No country uh, among the 54 countries in Africa has economy bigger than Houston, Texas. And only four countries... Really? Yeah. And only four or five countries actually have economy bigger than Austin, Texas. So it's amazing that my favorite country, Morocco, their economy is less than Austin, Texas, and their population... We are only 2.5... Uh, 3 million people, I think. And they the, the, are 20 or 30 times bigger than Austin, Texas. As a matter of fact, uh, the, this is not uh, meant in a negative way. Uh, no state in India, including Maharashtra. Are you in Mumbai or are you in Delhi? I'm in Delhi. I'm in Gurgaon, actually. Okay, oh, Gurgaon. Okay. So it's very interesting, actually, that no state, including Maharashtra, uh, which is, you know, the house of many billionaires and millionaires and, uh, uh, you know, all the tech companies and uh, the whole bunch of others, Bollywood and all yeah. that. No state yeah. in India has economy bigger than Houston, Texas. Oh. And, and yeah, and uh, only actually the four or five states, and you can guess who those states are, have economy yeah. bigger than Austin, Texas. So majority oh. of the Indians who are living in the other than these four or five states are living in the, my home state of Jammu and Kashmir, I don't want to even talk about it, how bad it is. So I think mm-hmm. it's a mindset. So okay. it's not that the the... the uh, I mean, I probably got blindsided, but it's a mindset. Mindset there is that you cannot operate in these developing countries unless you realize what the context is. And you have to appreciate mm-hmm. that. So, And you have mm-hmm. to admire it. That despite yes. the fact that no state in India has economy bigger than Houston, Texas, it's really amazing uh, the, the, the young people, how they are creating some amazing companies and yes. how technology savvy they are. Uh, how many of them are actually solving our day-to-day issues all the way from communication to... And uh, one thing that has happened there is going back to this ABCD class, it has uh, the the democratized uh, market, access to the market. For example, uh, I just came back from Delhi after my book launch event. And I was using WhatsApp to talk to the, the driver who was going to help me in Delhi. And yes. then at the same time, I call a CEO of a major company in India on WhatsApp. I said, oh, my God, here I'm communicating with yeah. the, the, probably somebody who's a D class. And then I'm communicating somebody who's a, a B plus or A minus class. So, yes. so no, this technology has given access to uh, almost everybody. So, yes. so, so what that has done there is that, the, you know, just like I was joking, you have brought in the 21st century so my driver in India, he says, sir, you know, why are you wasting your time? Just call me on WhatsApp. I said, oh, my God. I said, do you have access to Internet? He said, yes, at home I do. And I won't be answering all the time. But when I get home, I'll answer your calls and, mm. and answer text messages. So I think what, what that has happened there is that it has democratized the whole system. So it's a depth. In marketing, we call depth and breadth. Depth is the yes. how far a technology has diffused. So in this case, 
technology has gone from A to all the way to the E class. And yes. so, uh, a good example is a cricket. A cricket it binds us together. Uh, yes. I lost interest in cricket because when I came to this country for five years, I could not communicate uh, with my family because those days it was next to impossible. I'm showing my age yes. here now. So the, the, yeah. it was impossible to actually communicate. Uh, but no, I mean, uh, you know, look at Hotstar. So, yeah. yeah, so, you know, you sign the book. I go to the railway station and uh, Google had uh, put the, the Wi-Fi and uh, here are two soldiers that I spoke with who was going to the border in Jammu and Kashmir and uh, <laughs> they were watching cricket and very passionately. <laughs> so nobody was complaining the train is late. So my day yeah. used to uh, complain like hell the train is late. And no, these guys have no problem. I mean, you know, they're watching cricket. They're very happy. The train is late by two, three hours. That's very fine. So, so, so I think that it has totally uh, the amazing the how technology has given access to. And then the other thing we talk about in the marketing there is the breadth. You know, how far this revolution has gone. So that's why when you look at the book, I have about a, a nine or ten different industries that I covered. Uh, all the way yes. from entertainment. Uh, it's amazing what uh, the Netflix has done or Amazon Prime has done. Yes. And here all of a sudden uh, they release the, they have a global release, which is also very interesting. So you have yeah. a global release of a movie. I mean, this is a blessing for the Bollywood that it has yeah. given them an access to a global market. And all the Indian diaspora, even none of the Indian the, the people who also watch these movies. Uh, the yes. Spanish movies and the, the Portuguese movies and the, you name it. So I think what this has done there is that it has really democratized the markets and the, the, so, and brought us all together. So the, the, yeah. the, the ABC, you know, like the, I was so impressed actually when we were in Delhi, we were staying at a hotel in somewhere central Delhi. And so my editor was also with me. Uh, we both would be eating a breakfast there, dinner there, lunch. We were out. And this one waiter, he came. He said, sir, what are you doing here? I said, well, we are writing this book on teacher leapfrog. He said, you have to speak with my wife. I said, speak with your wife. Why? He says she's a housewife. And this is in the book, actually. I did not mention their names. And all. Yes, yes. Yeah. I read that. Yeah. So he says, you know, that she's a fantastic cook. So funny, my son... Uh, I spend all my earnings on educating my son. He's a computer science or electrical engineer or something. So he told his mother, mother, why don't I just uh, video you and I'll put that on mm-hmm. YouTube and let's see what happens. God behold, yes, yes. it took off. And so yeah. here's a housewife who never thought that she couldn't earn any money. And the only you know, skill that she was very proud of was really her cooking, which has been passed on from generation to generation. And yes. here... Uh, with the help of her son, she had become a, you know, she had a following and the, the, she was making money. And then the simple yes. stories I heard about some of these people from the rural areas. I mean, you know, the, the taking care of your skin is not a monopoly of the, the uh, urban people. Uh, people in the rural area mm-hmm. also know that, you know, how to dress up during the weddings and uh, how to look yes. beautiful and how to take care of your skin and hair. And I remember that in Chemu, I remember that discussion, you know, my mother and uh, this is many years ago, my sisters and my brother's wife, you know, the, they used to have discussion about how to take care of your skin and hair. And these, yes. re- these recipes have been passed on from generation to generation. So these ladies yeah. who speak uh, the, the Hindi that, you know, the, the, some of the people may not understand what they're saying, the accent, but they have mm. the major influencer. Uh, yes, because... 
Yeah. So that they are telling you how to take care of your skin and how to take care of your hair. Yes. Yes, and you know the the whole influencer model of the you know influencer model where like so many people from you know when you're talking about democratization and that also struck me. You know, so many of these people from rural areas. I mean, earlier as a consumer of whatever video you know content, you didn't know about these things. You didn't know there was no way somebody sitting in say Gurgaon. would be watching this and being absolutely admiring of um, you know some rural person who has her own knowledge base right exactly but that has changed completely because of technology exactly exactly and uh, you know that the, so then you look at all the whatsapp groups that people have created on cooking and jokes and uh, uh, i mean it's really amazing and uh, the and then the, i feel also very happy about the younger generation and also uh, the older generation like myself and uh, mm. my sister lives in delhi uh, the her husband retired as a very senior pers- person from the officer from the air force so she is 3 okay. years older than me and all of a sudden i mean i get up every morning and there is something on the whatsapp something funny i said my god this lady <laughs> is in her 70s and she has figured out how to use the technology and uh, so she has found a new profession an unpaid profession so she, yes. so she laughs at these uh, the videos uh, these jokes and uh, she's also very good the classical singer so she's sending me all these videos you know about the classical music and some uh, the some dogri uh, the folks uh, folk songs that i had mm. never heard of so it, yeah. it has really opened a new opportunities and then the uh, and during the covid time my one of my nieces actually started this uh, the, the the zoom uh, whatsapp group Uh, the uh-huh. video and uh, and God bless us. We are six brothers, four sisters. Uh, we are all old, but uh, there are sixty-four people in our family. And I did not even know the ninety percent of them. So here I was on the <laughs> on the on the the call, video call, and uh, trying to figure out who's my niece, who's second generation, who's third generation, who's fourth generation. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then, then these kids are so clever. They would send some mail this week. Why don't we discuss that? And they will send some video. So I think this has changed the whole life of the people. Actually, the, the so yes. my interest was really how our lives, consumer markets, have been affected by uh, the, this technology. Hmm. Hmm. And um, also, you know, you made some point somewhere about how uh, how. Um, you know this struck me about people who skip a similar trend plays out among consumers who skip credit cards and either stick with cash or jump straight to digital payments via mobile phones and app based lending and this is very true of india i mean you know now i be- i don't use my credit card at all it's all on you know it's all on phone pay and you've mentioned that, you know that and i i didn't realize i was part of this whole cohort but uh, um, Uh, you know for it's either phone pay or paytm and i think mostly very few people are using cards now absolutely and that's the digital leapfrog itself and so yes. to begin with the credit card penetration is very low uh, yes. because uh, the, they have to go through this whole uh, uh, verification process your credit history which is also yes. very interesting in many of the developing countries people don't have any credit history so i think in the book yes. somewhere i had mentioned the the, the uh this uh, the my interview with the uber people in kenya so yes yeah kenya also interesting their economy is smaller than austin texas 
and their population mm-hmm. actually is the the uh, almost 20 times or maybe 25 times more than Austin, Texas. And 81% mm-hmm. of their population lives in non-urban areas. So think for a moment. I mean, you know, yes. what the heck Uber is doing here? Uh, the biggest city is uh, Nairobi. And, yeah. the, the you know, there are the, 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 no credit, credit card penetration is very low. Uh, yes. Only class B and A can probably afford a car. And uh, unless you are a senior government officer, you may be in class C or unless you're working mm-hmm. for the United Nations because they have very major presence there in Nairobi or unless okay. you're a tourist. So yeah. then the, if the people are in class B or A, they're not going to become Uber drivers. So here, for example, yes. in Austin, Texas, you have the students who become Uber drivers. Uh, people from the C class actually become Uber drivers because the, many of the Uber drivers that I have actually the, the used in Austin they were making extra money to support their kids in colleges and things like that. One was okay. paying money to pay for the down payment for a house. But you don't have okay. those the things going on in Kenya. So okay. it was very interesting to me that the all the drivers, which is a case, by the way, where you live also, because Uber headquarters mm-hmm. is in Gorgaon, so I visited them yes. also. Many of the yes. drivers actually are the, from the rural areas. They have come to make a living. Yes. And many yes. of them do not own a car. So car is owned by somebody else. So this became an issue in Kenya because all these mm-hmm. drivers were actually coming from the, uh, the rural areas. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. 81% of their population is in the rural areas. So the, yes. uh, so Uber had three sections there. One was to teach them something about uh, whether they are really will make a good Uber driver or not. So they're trying to check mm-hmm. out the motivation and uh, telling them how to obtain a driver's license and so on and so forth. Uh, the second, and then teach them about uh, the 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 second section was to act, uh, yeah teach teach them. Second was to teach them about the app, and the third one was banking. Many of them did not even have a bank account. Yes, I found that very interesting about how you they got them lending and uh, stuff like that, right? Yeah, you mentioned it. You know, interesting thing is there's no credit history. So what do you do? So yes. if there's no credit history. Nobody's going to give you a credit card. And in this case, God bless this to the one bank, and they decided that they are going to use Uber ratings. Uh, you know, yes. if you use a Uber, you have to rate them on a five-point scale. And yes. so they started looking at who had the highest possible scores. And so mm. they used that score as a, a indication whether this person is a trustworthy person or not. Should we give this person a loan? Yes. And then I talked to the bank, and I said, you know, the, what's the default rate? He said, there's no difference. So I said, oh, my God, I know um, sitting in Austin, Texas, I would have never imagined ever, ever, ever yeah. uh, that first, there's no credit card uh, because they're all paying through the phone now. So the Uber doesn't yes. accept any, you know, the, no, I think some places they do accept cash, but the, the, in general, they don't. And then, the, yeah. the, the, and then you are using Uber the, the ratings as an indicator. And many of these the, the people who actually were Uber drivers became fantastic entrepreneurs. Then they were mm. buying the car, and then they would get their relatives there, and uh, uh, you know help them to actually. And the uh, most amazing thing was the the disabled people. Mm. So they found an opportunity actually to actually really become an Uber drivers. Mm. Uh, because yeah, because they could get a car. You know, the, the, if you're disabled, you can definitely find a car, and they became Uber drivers. Mm. So I think this, uh, the the this technology has really made it possible for us to be very inclusive yes you know uh, the irrespective of who we are the which socioeconomic strata we uh, come from 
uh, it, it, you know, like, for example, the people who are using app to educate their children and Indians are, uh, I mean, I know when I was growing up, you know, I, how hard I studied because education was the only way to get out. And now I see my nephews and nieces and their children. And when I saw what Bayou is doing, I said, oh, my God, they are yeah. the best teachers in the country. Uh, yes. There's always a shortage of the teachers, best teacher in the country, have them actually developed it. Uh, the and then the go for the general market. So there was to see there is A class is also using it, and D yes. e class is also using it. Yes. So so I think this this really has actually made us. Uh, uh, I'm I'm saying it very positive. Last chapter I have mentioned my wish list also. Uh, you know that yes. like the, you mentioned about the rumors and all that, but the, yes. it definitely has really brought us together. That's true. That's true. And I, I'm, I'm uh, like when I read that bit about Kenya and, you know, that uh, thing about them offering loans based on credit ratings, I mean, not credit ratings, on uh, Uber okay. ratings, uh-huh. I was hoping that, you know, some Indian bank also does it for uh, our, you know, Uber guys, because it's a really good idea. I don't know, you know, it hasn't been transferred here yet. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's a matter of time. Yes. And so the, because the COVID was not very kind, so the the... The Uber story actually from Kenya. I asked them to verify it, huh. so I did send it back to Uber, yeah. uh, the, the Kenya office as well as in the California to verify, make sure that I had all the facts right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the you know, but you know the, 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 the that's about entrepreneurship. So it's just a matter of yes. time that people will come up with the new ways, new solutions. Uh, the, the technology will make it possible. Uh, the many more people have access. No, you know, interesting thing is that this time actually the whenever I come to India, I find the, I, I try to visit the in Delhi or Mumbai, yeah. uh, some of the places of worship because the the uh, kind of you know want to say connected and you know find out that you know this country has a lot of history. Yes. So this time actually I went to three places. First, I went to in the morning Nizamuddin Shrine. Yes. In Delhi. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had gone there before also, well, yeah. so nothing was a surprise. So I went inside and a very calm, peaceful, seven, seven, eight hundred years old place. And uh, there's a lot of community that has developed around that shrine. Yes. So being a business professor, first thought that I could know was that this one person has created so many jobs around his shrine. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yes, <that's true. laughs> so many shops there and people were shopping. And this was during the Ramadan time. And yes. so the then in the shrine something very interesting happened. The the person who was the helping me around, uh, I mean he was a local there and living there, uh, oh. and so uh, uh, helped me with all the blessings and all that. And then he says, "No, I really need your phone number." So he asked me to write down my address. The address I did not give, but then he says, "At least give us your phone number so we can stay in touch." So huh. I was reluctant and I figured that, you know, I'm sitting in the shrine. I should trust this guy. So I gave my phone number. Yeah, and yes. if they really bother me, I can always unblock it. So, And God behold, the moment I got out of the, the, the shrine, just the main gate, mm-hmm. and the, there's something in my phone. I looked at that. There were pictures. I said, oh, yes. You know, whatever I was doing was they had taken the pictures when they were giving me the blessings. And I, yes. you know, the, and then, of course, you know, the, like the typical Indian style, he had also put a thread around my wrist. So which is, you know, kind of you get a physical bond. 
So, yes. you, so you know that you had gone to a, 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 a place of worship. And, but yes. I said, no, they, they have given me a digital bond. I said, oh, my yes. God, even Nizamu, could you imagine 700 years ago, uh, Nizamu yeah. in thinking that, uh, you know, seven, 700 plus years, you know, some professor would come here and uh, he would have uh, some device and uh, he would take the memories from uh, my shrine with him on his uh, some device that, I said, my God, this, even the shrine has come in 21st century, except. Yes, yes. Except. And this is quite regular with a lot of temples. Very I mean, I did not know that. And so, <laughs> so I thought, I said, oh, my God, even the, but, you know, only thing was the moment I got out, the, you know, when I was coming out of my excitement and uh, happiness, I was surrounded by these ladies and small children who were asking me for money. I said, oh, my yes. God, this is yeah. really the, you know, two different centuries. Uh, the yes. shrine has solved a you know, problem for me that I can take a, a I have a digital bond. Uh, but then yes. at the same time, we have these poor people. I mean, I used to go to the temples in Jammu, especially Shiva temple are very popular there. Uh, that, yes. uh, so the, the, uh, my mother used to insist that you have to help these people. I said, you know, yeah. after the, you know, 74 years, uh, we still are, have not solved this problem. So this is what I mean by navigating across the centuries. So this yes. is not to criticize. It's just that this is the fact of life. This is this is what. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's true. You know, I also found this very interesting uh, thing you mentioned. You know, but how illiteracy is no longer a bar because Indians are uh, um, communicating through video, through technology, and phones. Yes, yes, yes. No, let's talk about that. I mean, that's a very big uh, change that's happened. No, it has. Mm-hmm. And I think an interesting thing there is that the, the, just because somebody cannot read English uh, alphabet doesn't mean that... Or any language. Or mm-hmm. any language, actually. So uh, yeah. one of my wish lists in the last chapter there is, and which is happening, actually. Yes. Uh, it's probably no more a wish list. It's mm-hmm. really actually to really the, the see how the technology actually can help us with the various languages. Yes. So I met one group of very, very smart guys, uh, IIT uh, Bombay, uh, Mumbai guys. Yeah. And uh, rather than going to lucrative jobs, so they started uh, a company to develop a platform operating system. Mm-hmm. Actually. And uh, the guy said that the problem actually came from uh, his uh, mother. He says she speaks only Marathi. So huh. what to do now? So that's yeah. where he started. And I said, do you have something in Dogri? He said, yes, I also have Dogri. So here I was, <laughs> here I was speaking in Dogri and he could translate that into Marathi. So, yes. so I think this, uh, the, it's really amazing, uh, the, 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 uh, these young people in what direction. They're, they're bringing us together. So whether you speak Tamil, Delgu, uh, you know, whatever, the Dogri, Kashmiri, the the different uh, the, uh, you know, dialect of uh, Hind, some version of Hindi, Urdu, whatever. It's really yes. amazing actually how the technology uh, has making it quote-unquote uh, educated, meaning that we have yes. access to the, the, the same information. Uh, like yes. I did not learn Hindi, uh, English until I was in sixth grade because the Jammu and Kashmir language used to be Urdu. Yes. But I don't think, uh, the, I mean, it was a little bit difficult, but... Uh, uh, I think the, these days, the, these problems with the technology have been, uh, you know, they have really brought everybody together. Yes, yes. 
and uh, and also i think going forward i mean i don't know how it will play out but uh, uh, since such a there's such a large you know number of people in the country and across the world who are who are unlettered completely you know it, our perception of them will also change because being illiterate doesn't necessarily be being without knowledge yeah no i think i think that there's so much information available now yeah uh, i mean i don't know how how often or how much you use use google when i saw your software i said what the heck yeah. is this she has sent me so i quickly went to google <laughs> so when i was text- yeah. it's really amazing i was sending you a text message on whatsapp at the same time yes. i'm googling and sure yeah. enough i found out that uh, who has actually who was the founder of this company and when did yes. he started this company and yeah. I, you know I just, just look at that information how quickly within seconds i'm sending a message yes. and i'm also actually finding out who has developed this software yes uh, so i think this is a re- really amazing how uh, these people have made it possible for us to really uh, the get the information and also stay connected with each other i do worry about some of the things that i have mentioned in the last chapter my wish list uh, i yes. do a little bit worry about the we want to make sure that nobody is left behind uh, the yes. especially in the rural areas Uh, especially mm. the the socio certain socio economic strata uh, like yeah. my driver was telling me during the covid time that uh, he could not drive the taxi anymore and yes. had to go through some very very hard times uh, yes. some of his colleagues and the the with the covid situation his children he has to pull them out of the quote unquote private school that he was sending to so i do yes. worry about the people who may be left behind because he did not have the technology he says i could yeah. afford to buy the smartphones he had three kids uh, the, mm. uh, and so i do worry about that i do worry about the gender gap uh, because yes. i think the, the the clearly when i was growing up uh, uh, i don't think it was a discrimination but it was an expectations uh, we yeah. boys were supposed to learn urdu because the, the the dream was to find a government job and you have to learn urdu and yeah. my sister was sent to a a, a arya smarch uh, the, the the school uh where they were learning sanskrit and hindi which i regret how come mm. i did not learn that and yeah. the the so focus was you know the make sure the boys go to medical schools and engineering schools uh my mother was only eighth grade and my father was only high school they had come from udampur and to mm. jammu to actually make a living and it's so oh. uh so the you know they're coming from a very small uh, town and uh, looking for opportunities so i do worry about that you know the the, the gender gap but my god you know the the uh, some of these uh, girls in my family oh god bless them uh, they are doing mm-hmm. so well and so technology savvy including my daughter mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. daughter in law so i think there are some uh, the wish list uh, the, the access to healthcare uh that yes. how technology can be used to give access to healthcare education uh so there are seven or eight language uh the the mm-hmm. other things that i have mentioned there so but i think i feel very positive i think uh, and uh, other thing i will f- feel very positive there is that there is also a big sport from the corporate sector a big sport from the investors and also yes. the big sport from the government so they have also seen uh that how they can actually link with the people through the technology so you know some of the initiatives that they have started through the technology uh the the uh, the i mean i spent a day with the dhar people trying to understand why they did whether it was a good or bad so the, the that people have to decide there but the the 
and then the you know the some of the social public programs they have for example distributing the 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 food and grains i would say and then also the money how this was all yes. the technology uh, yes they have developed this dashboard this one girl my god i was so proud of her uh, the oh. coming from singapore and she started a company social cops and is mm-hmm. an amazing company uh, the 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 she, she you know she said how come we are not using all this data the government collects so she actually mm-hmm. developing this dashboard she can tell you in what village uh the, she also sent me a video actually she was also invited by some show by sharukh khan that he used to have okay. and she that mm-hmm. talk and uh, no that talk oh, yeah i think it was a that talk and okay. so oh, yeah amazing you know she uh, you have she has a dashboard she can tell you in uh, sector number such and such lane number such and such the village number such and such this household still does not have this so i said oh my god i mean really the the and i'm so happy that they are pushing this in the public sector also hmm hmm okay so even you also mentioned uh, somewhere about how um, you know it is not going to it, it, this is not going to uh, you know but the fact that traditional media is not going to be cannibalized but augmented by technology so let's talk about that as well you know and you you, you know you mentioned how tv is not going to lose out and and how press uh, old you know and newspapers have got now gone into which is true gone into the digital in such a big way you know and uh, uh, this and also the alongside how um, you know video and uh, youtube and apps are also plowing ahead so let's talk about that yeah no i think it's kind of you know you are in that business so you probably know more than i do but it's kind of very interesting actually to me my children make fun of me and because i subscribe to four or five magazines plus my journals of course and mm-hmm. i i still i have to have my new york times in the morning uh, to get mm-hmm. all the gossip i still subscribe to a local newspaper that they don't understand why i'm doing it i still subscribe <laughs> to financial times i still subscribe to the Uh, to the wall street journal and uh, so and my children don't i have a cable mm. television my children don't i have a landline my children don't they don't understand yes. so but at yes. the same time the the that's because you know i have to physical copy and i subscribe to business week fortune magazine and whole bunch of other uh, the professional journals mm. and so uh, and then they say you know everything is uh, online so as a matter of fact i discovered they were right because sometimes the new york times if you go to the website because the 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 website actually they can put videos and they can also put charts and graphs yes. and yes. so then i realized my god you know they can't do this stuff in the print so yeah they can yeah you know the you know, covid time they were showing us you know the, the you know the, they had a map that i could go and look at my county i could look at my city Uh, see the uh, what the, the how many people have been infected how many people were in the hospital <coughs> so they had given this whole data and it was very interactive and even yes. the videos that they cannot put in the print so i think the i'm still subscribing to print but the uh, the, the, the the you know the digital has really augmented that uh, yes the, and the same is the case every morning uh, the you know since i call one of my brothers and sisters they're all nobody's here everybody's in uh, jammu and couple of them are in delhi so i need to oh. pick up the gossip so i can have a conversation so guess what every morning i just go to the 
some of the, you know, I check out your Hindustan Times to see what, what the gossip is there so I can carry on a conversation <laughs> with my brother or sister. Do you, I, do you look at the e-paper or do you look at just the website? I just look at the website. I don't subscribe to the e-paper. I just look at the you website. Know, the, the, you know, I'm thinking the e-paper is sort of like a hybrid, you know, between a, a, a print absolutely. thing. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, mm-hmm. I just look at the website because uh, the, then I know that once I start a conversation, they'll educate me. So, so I just, oh, I read that, that you're losing electricity. Oh, you don't know, brother, what's going on here. So I said, all right, <laughs> that's a talking point. And then I know they're going to educate me. And so I looked at this four or five every morning, you know, the, 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 this websites. And uh, I'm very up to date in terms of carrying on a conversation uh, with them. So, <laughs> so this point about you, you know, saying that it's not dying yet for all the clever and innovative online and social campaigns, India's eager embrace of digital technologies doesn't mean the traditional media is dead. If anything, yeah, this is the thing I was like pointing to. Yeah, no, digital and digital media. I, think that I found it very interesting. Yeah, because a lot of people, you know, con- I mean, at least in the West, uh, the idea was that, you know, old forms of media are going to die out and that's it. No, I think they find, they find a coexistence. So mm-hmm. the, the, the New York Times, I mean, when you get the, the, the when I get the New York Times in the morning, the, the, uh, I look at the editorials, I, you know, the, the, and also it's a non-linear, it's a non-linear reading. So yes. I, I can skip a page number two and go to page number five. So the, the, just pick and choose, the, the, you know, flip through the pages. And uh, uh, so I, it's a coexistence. I mean, the, like I said, the, you know, my funny thing is that even when my children come here to visit me, uh, mm. so they enjoy reading the paper copy. Uh, you know, the yeah. I, I subscribe to National Geographic, Geographic and my yes. God, the pictures are just amazing. I don't think any yes. digital format can do justification to yes. what they do. And yeah. so then I get a call, you know, the dad, we are coming home. Please don't throw away your uh, National Geographic. We want to see, <laughs> you know, so my daughter-in-law came, my grandson came and he's probably the best thing that has happened to me. And so he got fascinating because there are pictures of all these tigers and, the, you know, they have all kind of very interesting things there. So that yes. is not going anywhere. I mean, what they do, yes. uh, the, 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 I don't think anybody can do that in the digital format. Yes. Also, I think maybe it's like, how, you know, how vinyl records have now made I mean, a return, yeah, a comeback. Exactly. So perhaps it's yeah. like that. Yeah, it has become very fashionable, actually. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. I threw their minds, you know, many years ago, but they're coming back. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and also this prior to the pandemic, however, India's problem wasn't to, yeah, this about movies, about, you know, the whole streaming experience. Let's talk about that because that's a big shift. Though, you know, I have to also say that lately our post, I mean, the pandemic is not over. We've just got used to it, I suppose, and we've got vaccinated, so... I mean, life is going on, but uh, and now people are going back to the theaters. And I have to say that, like in the last few months itself, in the within walking distance of where I live, there are now suddenly four new theaters. Wow! And I think this is <laughs> like really good theaters, Inox and PVR, and you know. So and this is being replicated, I think, across NCR at least. I mean, I don't know about the rest of the country. So there's. You know, it, this was unexpected. 
Yeah, no, I think the marketing is something we, we call that uh, the, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an experience. So when you yes. go to the movie theaters, you're going for an experience. So that yes. experience is that, the, that you go there, get a ticket. It's not only the movie, it's a whole experience yes. that goes with the trip to see a movie. Uh, with the yes. friends, so getting a ticket, getting some popcorn, getting some something to eat. Uh, yeah. Then you're sitting with you know the hundreds of other people. They're all laughing at the same time, clapping at the same yeah. time, booing at yeah. the same time. So it's experience. That experience won't come, you know, when you're watching a movie at home. Uh, yes. If if you're booing, you're booing the only by yourself. If you're laughing, you're only laughing by with your people who are watching with you. But there yes. actually there's a collective experience which is created. So uh, no, yes. it will be actually. I think the. Uh, it has augmented the market. The, the streaming has clearly opened yes. uh, Bollywood to a very global market. And mm. I, I'm very happy for that because, you know, I'm 74 years old. I can't go to the movies anymore. I don't like to go to the movies anymore <laughs> uh, unless yeah. my children come and they force me to go with them, which I enjoy. Uh, yeah. But here, actually, the, 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 you know, I turn on my TV, I go to the app, whichever app. And so uh, the... Last week, a week before that, in the newspapers, I was reading about this movie, the new movie that has been released by the on that uh, the lady the in Mumbai uh, the who had a brothel. What's her name? Gangubai. Gangubai. Gangubai Katyawadi. Yeah. So yes, I, yes. I was reading a lot about that. I said this is fascinating. In fact, I bought the book. Uh, you know, they said mm-hmm. that they they have taken the this uh, uh, the story from a book called the. Uh, Ten. Yes, yes. Who sends these? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I just bought the book. I bought from. Yes. I said, "Oh my God, how interesting it is that this is yeah. book published in India, and I was able yeah. to get from Amazon, and within three days that that delivered at my home. I go to yes. the, the the Netflix, and of course they release the movie. You know, whatever the time period they use to have the between the theater and the streaming, and I was yes. watching that actually uh, on the TV. And then uh, the, I cannot watch the movie for three hours. So I, it, it takes me five days to finish a movie. And something, <laughs> that, something I would not be able to do that at the movie theater. Yes. And uh, the next thing I knew, I was, you know, the, talking to my sister. I said, you know, what, a, what an amazing lady. You know, that yeah. time that she was born and what she has to fight for the society. Fight for the society. And uh, the, 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 I said, you know, amazing so yeah. streaming, I think they had made it possible really uh, the, the, to really, again, connect us all. I mean, uh, uh, good, good example is my yoga classes. My yoga classes went to the, went to the live streaming. And thank God, yes. I did not have yes. to do this. This is a yoga studio that I go to. And I could do yes. yoga every day. And when I went to India just you know, three, four weeks ago, uh, I could access their, uh, the, the, their website on my mobile phone. And jet yes. lag, I was getting up three uh, thirty in the morning, and three thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. I was doing my yoga, connecting with the, with the, the you know, they had live streaming, but they also record that, so they have also recorded one okay. day late, so they keep it for one week, and I was doing the same yoga classes actually in Jammu. Yeah, so that's same, excellent. Same teachers. Yeah, yeah, amazing how things have changed. Yeah, but like you said, you know, there are also the you know the negative consequences, but. Uh, Yes, and the, that you also mentioned, and the, uh, but you know at the same time the, the it's kind of nice to see that you know how it the, they are changing the consumer markets, how we access, we process, we consume, we use uh, access to 
you know, the, 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 I mean, you know, they're just like this buying this book. I mean, I was amazed yes. to the, otherwise I would have to, old days, I would have to call somebody, please go to the bookstore, buy me this book and mail it to me. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah. went to Amazon for 30 seconds and they say purchase and the, the book came here. Yeah. Quite amazing. So, you know, I could talk to you. So for like continue to talk to you because I found your book really very interesting. And, you know, so the things that you've said are making me think of other things and of how I'm also part and we are all part of this, you know, accelerated change. And it's quite fascinating to see it play out you know, as life goes on, you know. So uh, for, for, the, for the listeners, go out and get Digital Leapfrogs, How Technology is Reshaping Consumer Markets in India by Vijay Mahajan. Thank you so much for talking to me. Hello, Manjula, thank you so much. And thank you for bringing me to the 21st century. <laughs> Have you. a good evening. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.